Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 581. Today we're gonna to take a look at Colbaron the Card Game. Uh, this is being published by Stronghold Games. It's from designers Wolfgang Kramer and uh, Michael Kiesling. Uh, this is obviously based on the original Colbaron, which is not a card game. And it has a very similar theme, although the mechanics are totally different. Uh, so let's take a look at this. Basically what it is, is kind of a worker placement game with a hand of cards acting as your workers, but you've got kind of like a sequence that you have to play the cards in kind of based on you know what everybody else is doing as well. And you're trying to collect coal, certain types of coal, and ship them and get contracts and get little bonus cards and things like that to score extra points. So let's jump and take a look at the mechanics and then I'll tell you what I think. And before I set up, I just wanted to show you this insert. It's very, very simple, uh, but it does the trick because there are, as you can see, a ton of different types of cards. And so having these organized in a nice way is gonna make setup uh, especially easy. And you'll see when I get it set up uh, that, you know, it might look like it's difficult, but it's really not because it gives you a way to kind of organize everything with the insert. Okay, I've went and got everything all set up, very quick and easy to set up here. What these are, are basically little action spaces that places are gonna be placing, uh, quote unquote, your workers will be playing cards. Each player is gonna get a hand of cards. You can see there's a certain number of number ones, twos, threes, fours, and fives. Uh, depending on the player count, you might take some of these actually out of each of the hands. Uh, and then there's also these little tokens here on this card here, and this will vary based on the number of players as well. As you play the game, you'll remove these, and these will give you little bonuses, as well as kind of act as a timer for the number of rounds in the game. Now, in addition to your hand of cards that you get, you're, each player is going to get a player board here. And it's kind of divided up into four or five sections here. So you can see these different icons, like so, and you can also see this little area right here. So you're going to be taking actions, you're going to be getting these lorries, and these are going to be full of coal, and you can see these have different icons on them that you can collect, which means you can ship them to these certain stations here. And you're also gonna be collecting uh, these wagons here, these cars, so you can see that one's got the little uh, shamrock type of thing, and you can put that up here because it matches that, whereas you've got this one here, and this one has uh, all four of the symbols there, so you could put that anywhere that you wish. So one thing to note here is like I could put this uh, down here, but I could not end up shipping this coal through here because it's got the little castle. It doesn't match these icons, even though it does match that one. So that's the gist of what you're doing. You also will be getting different engines here of different colors, and you might get other uh, you know, cars as well to get longer engines to be able to ship more coal. And so as you start to load these up, you'll kind of stick them in here, and then you will be trying to fulfill uh, different contracts which you'll get off of this deck and you're going to see different amounts of coal. There's little special icons here which will give you bonuses possibly, which I'll talk about, and they're going to score different amounts of points and things. That's kind of the general gist of what you are trying to do. Now, how do you go about doing that? Well, let's just kind of walk through the different action spaces here. Now, this is actually one deck here kind of shuffled up, uh, basically split into two halves. You don't have to be exact. If you do run out of one, uh, then you'll shuffle together and split them in half again. Now, all the action spaces work generally the same way. So if I wanted to maybe grab this one here because it's got two of those lorries, I'll put a level one worker there. You can see this one here has a number one on top of it. So if a spot is empty, like there's no cards next to it, you have to place quote unquote one worker there. So I could do that. Now if blue came along and I would take this card and then I would add it to my supply there. Now if blue came along and wanted to go to this next spot, they have a couple of options. They could put a two card there, whoops, focus there, there we go, and we could put a two there on top of that, or if we wanted, we could do 
two ones. Uh, let's say blue did that and they put a two here. Oops, that's not a two. They can put a two there on top of that. And then the next player, maybe red comes along and they'd have to put a three if they wanted to go to that spot. So they could do a two and a one, a three or three ones or whatever they had. So you can see the ones are very useful because they give you a little bit more flexibility in terms of how you can sort of change up the other numbers to go in the right sequence. Because there is uh, kind of the order of operations can be pretty important if you're trying to get like a specific type of coal, a specific uh, car and so on. So very simply, when you go to one of these two spaces, you'll take the top card, and then as I said, you'll add it here to your little stock and supply right there. Now the spots here with the wagon cards work the same way. Let's say blue wanted to go here and choose this kind of more versatile one. They'll go here and they'll take this, and then again, they'll put this in one of the four stations as long as it matches, but this one will match all four of them. So we'll go ahead and just tap that on. And if you can sense a theme here, if you want to go and take the engine here, then you can grab this engine like so and then you can put it anywhere that you wish. Now, once you put an engine on a particular row there, you can't move it, but you can come in here and slide in uh, new wagons and so on. Now, the next two spots are sort of joined at the hip there. The first spot, you can go over here and you can take uh, this card. This will give you an order card, and I'll talk about how you fill these later, but this one you're gonna try to fill. You're gonna add this one uh, into your hand, and this tells you a little bit about it, you know, how many points you're gonna get. So you'll take this and add this to your hand. Now, these share cards, you can do in the same way. You can put your worker there and take that. This one you're gonna put uh, face up in front of you, and this is gonna hopefully score you bonus points at the end of the game. And you can see this icon here, this kind of factory, matches that icon there. Uh, as you complete orders, you'll kind of put those on, off to the side into a stack, and then hopefully you'll have some of these left over that match uh, the icon there, and it'll give you a few extra bonus points. It's kind of just a way of beefing up uh, the points that you scored during the game. But these will go face up in front of you. Now these next two cards are gonna help you start to mitigate uh, kind of the card flop. Uh, you, know, you know, maybe there's not a good engine color for you, you don't like the wagons that are up and so on. Uh, these here, are what kind of bonus action cards. And these are called innovation cards, and there's kind of two types here. Some of these, you can see with the plus, you'll play them in addition to whatever action that you're doing, and it gives you kind of a, you know, a better way of doing that. So you're gonna to want to grow and grab these, add these to uh, your hand, and you can kind of play them along with your actions. Now these here are sort of more wild workers. So this one can be any number from one to three and so on. You can play them uh, just like you can uh, with the normal workers and uh, it just gives you some more flexibility. So these are good ways to kind of mitigate uh, you know, the timing of your actions and so on. We'll talk more about these in a little bit more detail what they do. Uh, this one here, these are again bonus objective cards. So we can take a look at a couple here. Just zoom out a little bit. So this one here you can see gives you two points per black engine that you have. And this will give you points for uh, these particular cards here. And you can see we've got here this sort of steam plant really polluted looking there. And that matches that icon there. So that'll give you extra bonuses uh, for these types of shares there. So up until now, we've looked at a lot of ways to acquire more cards, get new coal, wagons and so on. These are really gonna kind of drive uh, the heart of the game and the timing and the pacing uh, during the round. So let's first take a look at these three here on the right. Now these are how you're going to get uh, your coal from your storage into your trains here. And you can see these numbers here, zero or one, one to two, two to three. And that's kind of the amount of coal that you can carry over. Now there's these tokens here, which will be rewarded at the end of the round. We'll ignore those for right now. But when you go here, and got to move up to this amount of coal 
uh, from storage into your train. So let's look at how to do that. Okay, let's say uh, we had this kind of set up here and we took the action here that gave us up to three uh, mining steps. So what we can do is we can start to move cards over and you're always gonna move your rightmost card over first and then move it over. But anything that has these piles of two, uh, that's gonna cost you two. So that would eat up two of our three steps. And we can take and put that uh, right here because it matches this icon as well as the icon of the uh, wagon that's going in. And then this will move over like that. So we've got one left over. Now we could move uh, this one over here and we can move it into uh, this spot here because it matches that icon and icon, but pretend we didn't have a spot for it, uh, but we wanted to get at this one here. We could take one of those, our mining steps, and then just move it down here. Then we would move that one over, and then on the later turn, we could then start to move other coal because it was one, two, and then three to move this one down to here. Now, when you do a mining step, you can either move the rightmost, either to a car or down to your little sort of general supply down here, or you can take any of them out of here. So. You kind of sometimes have to waste an action to get it the right coal because you want it to match up, uh, but then kind of the extras you'll put down here, but then once they're down here, you've already wasted that action, so to speak, uh, then you can get it anything as they start to pile up uh, down here at the bottom. But that's how you move them over by taking uh, these different mining steps. Now, after everybody's played all the cards that they can or passed, uh, whoever played here last at the zero to one space will get this round token here. Uh, this is called a shift token. And then you'll get, you can see there, maybe one victory point uh, for each of these. So it does behoove you to kind of go uh, last in that way. And then let's take a look at these other spots. First, let's take a look at this. This is kind of a wild action spot, uh, but this is actually very, very useful. One thing to notice about it is you see that kind of number one there? That means you can't start off here with a level one. It's already at level one, so you've got to play a level two and then a level three and so on. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna take the top four cards of one of the stacks, claim one of those cards, and then you put the rest underneath the bottom of whatever stack it was. So this gives you a little bit of a way to dig through. So you can see this is kind of a, uh, and it's a nice balancing act the way it terms, uh, you know, kind of fits with all the other spots. And it's also a very sought after spot. Now this final spot here to talk about is how you actually go and ship uh, the, you've gotta have, you can see a, a train engine, you've got the different colors there, and then you wanna have an order card to fulfill uh, that matches kind of the goods that are in that particular train. You can kinda of see, let's get a closer look here at the card, and you can see there it's kinda of showing you this color or this color or this color or this color. So you can ship uh, all the green trains. So if you have a bunch of green engines, you can ship all those at once. Uh, so you basically pick one color and ship all of that type that you have if you can fulfill the order for it. Uh, so let's take a look at how that actually works. Let's take a look at this one train. Let's say we only have the one green train. We wanna go ahead and deliver it. Uh, now we've got the two orders in our hand maybe, and you can see here's the requirements in terms of the number of uh, lorries of coal that we have. So in this case, we've got three, and so we could do this one. And so we could take this, we'll kind of gobble up all these cards, put them in a stack off to the side, and we'll have a bunch of stacks of these deliveries that we've made. And you can also see here, remember it has this matching icon. So if some point during the game, we grab one of these and we can add it to our stack. Now let's say uh, we didn't have this card, but we had this card instead. And so this requires two, but if you have more than two, that's fine. And it's probably okay because this one, you can see the single lorry ones, they give you a little extra points. Uh, so the doubles are good for, you know, helping you fulfill the bigger orders quicker. Uh, but if you grab the singles, then, you know, they kind of offset that by giving you an extra point or two. So either way, you can still fill this even if you go over.
Now's a good opportunity to talk about all the ways you score points in the game. Well, first of all, you're going to get points for any of these lorries that have points on them. You're going to get points for uh, the order cards here that you filled. And of course, any shares that have the matching icon that you can associate one-to-one -one, uh, with. And you get points for any shift tokens that you might have acquired. And then also, you've got here your different bonus cards that'll give you, uh, you know, sets of points based on uh, different criteria. Like you can see, this one gives you points for having orders that have that type and so on. That's pretty much it. You just play until the allotted number of rounds based on the shift tokens that were there, which is based on player count, and that's it. Okay, so that is uh, Cole Baron, the card game. Uh, really enjoyed this game. I had a chance to play it uh, last year uh, at Sasquatch, which is a local convention here, and also recently. Uh, so I've really uh, still enjoyed it, you know, after some time. And uh, it's very, very interesting and unique, uh, but it's not too heavy or nothing like that. Uh, like I said at the beginning, it's worker placement with cards, which I find pretty interesting. I like how the timing of the card play works out. Uh, you know, some there's a whole kind of like s snagging stuff from people and all that kind of stuff, as well as even just playing a card uh, of a certain value, especially as like the round goes along and people start running out of their one cards, which you know makes you more uh, versatile and where you can go. Uh, so it starts to tighten up there, and you know, you know, okay, well if I can jump on this, you know, I'm gonna use my last one card and you know is Billy gonna go to this other spot so it's a whole timing thing which is you know very indicative of worker placement stuff uh, you know normal worker placement stuff anyway um, yeah it's just it's real simple though you're just trying to fulfill and match contracts of certain types to other types and get contracts that match those types and then the share cards which match the contracts and so on uh, the card play and the kind of the hand management side uh, really comes into play when you start to get those bonus cards they give you the extra uh, kind of more wild workers and the extra objectives and all that kind of stuff and you know playing in the card the spot that gives you the wild where you can actually dig through a little bit uh, you can see that usually you know sometimes it gets gobbled up uh, pretty quickly in the round and there's kind of it acts as kind of a nice uh, sort of anchor on the other spots because you're like well I could go to this spot it gives me what I want but does Frankie really need that over there I could go to this wild spot I think he's gonna need to go there so I can go here still get what I want somewhere else you know and kind of push my luck a little bit in terms of it getting back around to maybe the wagon or whatever that I need or maybe I'm kind of easy going in terms of what the wagons are uh, so I can just kind of let that ride and not have to worry too much about it uh, so that's kind of the balance of your decision making so yeah it's a very very fun game it plays what does it say 40, 50 minutes, to, that's a weird number, 50 minutes to 80 minutes. That's a, yeah, definitely a two-player game. Uh, it's it's fine two-player. Uh, you can play this uh, in 45 minutes for sure, uh, especially if both folks know how to play the game. You can really play this. I would say you could probably play in a half hour, honestly, if you played a couple times for sure. Uh, and it works. I shouldn't talk about player count, but it definitely works, I think, at all two, three, and four uh, player count. It scales nicely. You take out a card here, uh, the one and two card and two-player uh, and then you adjust some of the hands of cards and things like that. So it still works really well because it's kind of like a real, it's like almost, it's more of a card game, I guess. With two players, you get more back and forth play there. Um, so but it's really easy going. It's, it's definitely less tight, less cutthroat. But I think because of the nature of the card play, it still works for me at least uh, on two player. And all the way up to four player, and this is 80 minutes. Yeah, that's a little bit less than 90. I would say four players, yeah, about an hour, a little bit more than an hour, about that. So I definitely uh, recommend this. Now, I have not played uh, the original Cole Baron game. It came out in my group for a while there, and I never had a chance to play it. And 
they all kind of liked it. I mean, it kept coming out, so they did like it. But the few folks that I've talked to uh, seem to like this more uh, than the the basic game. Uh, so I don't really have much to tell you about it in terms of why, but uh, I think that one was more of like an action point type of thing. I, as I'm, my memory's hazy on that. But they really like this. I think this was probably a little bit more innovative in terms of, oh, it's worker placement with like my workers or my hand management all mashed together, you know, kind of thing. So I think this is a little bit more unique in that way. Uh, but yeah, definitely I give this one a shot. I think it's a nice, good kind of medium-ish Euro. And uh, take a look, thanks.